Today we continue our study of Job. Let me repeat that although Genesis is the first book in the Bible, scholars believe that Job was written first. In fact, many people believe that Job is the oldest literature in the world. The author of Job is called the Shakespeare of the Bible. Victor Hugo extravagantly asserted the book of Job is perhaps the masterpiece of the human mind. In chapter one, we saw that Job experienced unparalleled loss, pain, and suffering. He lost his wealth. He lost his children. He lost his own health. He lost his wife's patience and understanding. And so Job, in the midst of the crisis and trials of life, had reached a point where only God could sustain and give him life. You know, the book of Job is every man's story. Because every one of us is engaged in a life and death struggle with the forces of evil and the mysteries of God's providence. At some point in life, every one of us will have a rendezvous with trial, testing, pain, and suffering. Job 14.1 Man born a woman is of a few days. We all experience pain. There is physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. And all of this pain brings us to the end of ourselves and to face God with the question, why? What's the greatest pain that you are or have experienced in your life? This, the oldest book in the Bible, reminds us that God has not promised a perpetual Disney world, Life is full of pain and suffering, and there are no easy answers to the mystery of suffering. But when tragedy does strike, we can trust in God who brings blessing out of brokenness, celebration out of calamity, and triumph out of trial. Unless you have in you that which is above you, you will be defeated by that which is around you. And so, my friend, look at this portion of Scripture. 
and take it to heart because in your life, sooner or later, you will experience loss and pain and have questions about your life in future. Elizabeth Elliot lost her husband to the Oka Indians as they served there years ago as missionaries. Elizabeth's husband plus three other missionaries were all murdered by the Oka Indians in the jungles of Ecuador. A few years later, Elizabeth and her small daughter went back into the village and witnessed to the tribesmen who had killed her husband. There she shared the gospel and ministered to the village. In her journal, we have the record of the miracle that took place, how it was from that experience that she later wrote, only in acceptance lies peace, not in resignation nor in business. Resignation is surrender to faith. Acceptance is surrender to God. Resignation lies down quietly in an empty universe. Acceptance rises up to meet God who fills that universe with purpose and destiny. Resignation says, it's all over for me. Acceptance asks, now that I'm here, what's next, Lord? Resignation says, I can't. Acceptance says, God can. Resignation says, what a waste. Acceptance asks, in what redemptive way will you use this mess, Lord? Oh, my friend, it is pivotal in dealing with heartbreak and suffering that you accept it as well as the good that comes to your life. Not only must we have the right attitude in life, but also that we submit to God who is in control. Job confesses, I know you can do all things. No plan of yours can be thwarted. The sovereignty of God means that he is all-powerful that he is in control, that he has a plan for each life, even though that plan sometimes includes suffering. Nevertheless, we submit with confidence. We face each day believing that all things work together for good for those who love him. As we look at chapter 10, uh, chapter 2, verse 10, we find that Job allowed adversity to test his life. Trials tested his life, 
He said, God is as is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? He speaks in our affliction. It reminds him of his weakness, stripped him of his pride. Pain and suffering purified his faith. His trials revealed who were his real friends. And his sufferings caused him to cry out to God. And so there is a purpose for adversity and pain and trial in your life. And through the experiences of pain and suffering, we find that Job continually affirmed his faith. In chapter 13, verse 15, as a man thinketh, so is he. If there are negative, doubting thoughts, it will make ruts in your gray matter, my friend. If you will dwell on the love and the goodness of God, praise him who will strengthen your faith and your outlook. A.W. Tozer one of the spiritual giants of another generation wrote, no man's religion rises any higher than his concept and expression of God. Job's days were full of trouble and negative friends made it even more difficult. And yet Job affirmed, I know that my Redeemer lives. He speaks to me in my affliction. And so continually, Job affirmed his faith in God. In response to losing his wealth, his family, his health. Yet he said, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. And so in all of that adversity, that was Job's asserted faith and position. Job did not sin in what he said. Jesus promised, whatsoever you desire when you say it shall be done. We're told that the voice box is connected to the central nervous system. How you talk, what you say, will become the true expression of what you believe and how you live. Consequently, we must continually express the words of confidence and faith. The scholar J.W. Tozer, one of the spiritual giants of the past generations, stated, 
No man's religion ever rises in a higher than his concept and expression of God. And so, my friend, we need not only to express the right things, but learn that it is not what we say, but simply our presence that says the most. May God this day strengthen you and allow what is happening in your life to shape and to deepen your faith and your lifestyle and the way that you spend your life, your means, and your time. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, give to those who have listened today a great faith in you. Help them to turn from the negative, from complaining, to turn their lives over to you and their faith in you, and to experience this day your purpose and comfort and help in the day in which they live. And Lord Jesus, if there are those who have never accepted you, who have heard my voice, may this be the moment that they bow their heads and trust you as their personal Savior and live out the rest of their lives under your Lordship and in the fellowship of your people, the church. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, my friend, if God has spoken to you today and there's a need in your life, Write us or call us, and we'll do what we can to be of help. Have a good week. God bless.